0: But one thing that stuck out to me, that's something he gave me. He, he always has been good. He is good in the present. He always will be good because he is good. He is goodness. God is good. He's always been good. He always will be good. And we should be able to praise him just for that, right? Amen. Amen. Our kids can be dismissed to go to their classes be calling on y'all here in a minute i'm going to try to be brief this morning because i sense the holy ghost wants to move this morning how many know he can do more in five seconds than i could do in the next five hours right or the next five years so um he gave me a message to give you this morning and then we're going to do some praise and worship again after that can we do that can we just praise god and worship god and seek his path for the service today, right? his flow what he how he wants to move So last week I talked about Cain, and I talked about Seth, and you all know that God said, if you do good, will you not be accepted? Your countenance won't have to fall like that, because God would lift him up in every arena of his life, right? If he just does good, if he just does what he's supposed to do, Cain chose not to do well, so we all know what happened, right? He went out and slew Abel in the field, and, and, and his family didn't follow after God for five generations after that. Five generations, we learned last week. So no one served God again. The Bible doesn't say anyone served God again until God gave Adam and Eve another son, Seth, right? And then after Seth came along and he started having descendants, then it says they begin to serve God. They begin to praise God after that, right? I'm talking about this title of this message today, our standard must be excellence. Our standard as the church, not, not just as the church, though I'm gonna talk to you today about some things that we do in the church, but, but not just what we do in the church, what we do in our own personal lives. Right what we do in our personal lives what we do with our family with our children, right with with you may say i'm older I don't have kids, but what about your grandkids? What about your nieces and nephews? There's someone looking at you, right? Especially if you tell them I go down to that church I go to grace family worship center. They begin to watch you. They're looking for a chink in your armor They're looking for us to mess up, right? Because they've seen so many people be hypocritical before they're waiting for the other shoe to fall They're watching for us, right? So our standard must be excellence our standard must be excellence first corinthians 12 and 18 i want to bring this to you in a couple different translations this morning it says but now god has set the members this is new king james god has set the members each one of them in the body just as he pleased he set you in this body if this is your church and i'm your pastor he set you in this body right If I'm not if this isn't your church and i'm not your pastor Then you need to get in wherever god's called you to because god sets every person He calls us to a church so many times he leads us through peace You get here and say oh that just felt like home. This is where i'm supposed to be. It felt like i've been here for 100 years already He'll lead you through peace, right? So get in that church. He sent every member though the member the, the word member in the greek means a member a limb A member of the human body, I I thought of a tree or a human body, you could think of either one, but we, we have this big tree outside of our house, I don't even know what it is, but it's this big strong tree and it stands up, it never loses even little twigs off of it unless I go out and cut them off to keep it off our roof, but it stands up there and all the limbs work together for the common good of the whole tree. Same thing with our human body Every limb of my body works together My legs, they take me over here to get, get get the food right My arm picks it up, my hands do They grasp it, put it in my mouth My mouth chews it up, swallows it, the stomach goes down Does its part to digest it So that I can have energy and nutrients in the body And if all these limbs don't work together, what happens? The whole thing dies, right? The whole thing perishes It gets weak and then it dies, right? So every member, God sets every member How many? You're a member, right? Everybody's a member now my everybody might not have filled out the membership form yet But if you've been here for any amount of time, you probably shot you probably ought to do that, right? I think we only have 15 members in the church that can vote So if you're going to be here and you're gonna and you're gonna pour into the church You're gonna be part of the body. You should have a vote in the church, right? Amen Every member each one of them in the body just as he pleased just like he wanted to have it right I want to give it to you in the amplified this morning because it brings out just a little bit differently it says but now As things really are Just as it really is right now in this current time right God has placed and arranged the parts In the body each one of them Just as he willed and saw fit God put you here Just as he willed and saw fit the last part says Though with the best balance Of function He put he puts each part In each local church the body of Christ Right this building's not the church we're the church He puts each part in this Local body as he sees the best function, the most balance and function. So you may be the little toe, you may be the thumb, right? You may be the arm. Amen. You may be the mouthpiece. But we all have a part to play. I'm still talking about being excellent, right? Our standard must be excellence. Every member committed, right? Every member, you could say every member needs to have skin in the game, right? God doesn't call us into a body just to come and sit in the chair warm the seat now if you've been here for a short period of time that's great come in get fed get up to speed but sooner or later he's going to require something of us this. this is a pentecostal church i'm a participatory preacher right the more you say amen hallelujah shake your head hands in the air we'll move right along if you get quiet i know i'm right where i need to be at and we'll back up and go through it again right i can preach a long time i need to be brief this morning so help me out would you help me out every member committed has some skin in the game right the scripture says every member as it pleases him so it pleases god for you to be here in your role how many can we we all say i have a role i have a role in the body of christ it pleases god for you to play out that role whether it's the thumb whether it's the arm whatever it is we need you this body needs you amen you possess skills and an anointing that I, that I don't possess. And I, and I possess an anointing and skills that you don't possess. He puts us all together for a balance of our skills, right? For a balance, right? So we should all be pouring into the church with time, talents. This means, yes, talents, right? Money. We all, know, we all know about tithe. We know about offerings, right? What you invest your money in and your time and your talents what you invest in we should all be invested in the kingdom but what you invest in you can tell what a person's interest is by what they invest in amen if we spend more time on our job or trying to get overtime or 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 pleasing people or whatever the case may be if we spend more time on that that's where our interest lies if our interest is in the kingdom of god well you see we're poured into that and it's not just about the church i'm not i'm not trying to get you just to, just to pour into the church it's about here. It starts here first You notice you notice the people who are ready to come and praise and worship They got their hands in the air. They're they're praising god There's tears running on their face sometimes maybe they do a little jig around the aisle We, we, we move the chairs in the middle so you all could have room to to run around and shout if you need to If the spirit If the spirit leads us to right You can tell the ones who come prepared though You can tell the ones who had that relationship and, and they've been spending time with god all week long Amen Spending time in his presence praying reading talking to god listening to him applying his word to their lives They don't come in and hold on to the back of the chair All white knuckled that chair's not going to go anywhere. It's not going to get away from you You can let go of it. This means I surrender god. I give it all to you this morning right We're going to take a little time and praise him again. We're going to seek him here a little bit again I'm going to try to be short But you can tell the ones who came ready to praise, who's been spending time in the the presence of God and the ones who haven't. Amen? They're the ones that aren't really interested. You can tell where a person's interests are by where their investments are. Time, talents, money, those investments, right? How great would the church be, don't answer this out loud, how great would the church be this morning if every person in it was just like me? Ask yourself that question this morning. If everyone in here was just like me, how great would my church be? think about that for a second how great would it be think about all the population there's just a small percentage i wish brother Stephen was here this morning because he knows statistics he would know these statistics probably but there's just a small percentage of population that attend the church right there's even a smaller percentage that attend multiple services a week many of you i won't see again on tuesday night for prayer meeting many of you i won't see again on wednesday night for the class a smaller percentage a smaller percentage than that read their bible daily think about i'm talking about in the whole world let alone just inside the church a smaller percentage than that have a relationship with god so many people when i'm in the world witnessing, i'll say are you saved oh yeah i was baptized back when i was 12 years old well that doesn't mean you're saved that's not what gets you saved there's only one way to god Right? That's through the blood of Christ, right? So there's only a small percentage of people that have a relationship with God and then a smaller percentage of, uh, of people that take God's word and apply it to their life and allow the, God's word to change their life. Yeah. Amen? That's what it's all about. The application is everything. The relationship is everything. God created us to have a relationship with him. When we're walking in the world, that's the thing that we're all missing is that relationship, Right? How many people do you know that are completely sold out? Think real hard about that one. I'm talking about completely sold out. That rely on God for everything. Look to God for all their answers. How many are completely sold out? A small percentage, right? That's what we're trying to get to in this church right here in Excelsior Springs. We want to spiritually mature. When we spiritually mature, we're going to become more and more and more sold out, more and more dependent on him amen that's what we come in on tuesday nights at the prayer meeting for it's not just about prayer it's about making goals it's about it's about spiritually maturing if you're missing tuesday nights, you're missing out a small percentage right when our standards go down our effectiveness goes down i'm talking about in our lives i'm talking about with our children i'm talking about with your testimony when your standards drop your effectiveness drops right it goes down your ability to witness to others goes down right there's a direct connection church a direct connection and where our standards are our standard must be excellence must be excellence right when our standards go down we begin to count on us my standard should be excellence right it should be to count on him to look to him for everything look to him in every decision i make amen stop and pray before i do it my wife gets me all the time she's much more she's better at that than i am I, I i have a set of skills as a man and i can i can do a lot of things so i'll just get out and start working on some things and, and and get some things done and then the wheels fall off and she'll say did you pray i just have to drop my head no honey i didn't but i'm going to right now and then i begin to speak to god when our standards go down we begin to count on ourselves we begin to count on other people She's not always perfect. Sometimes she'll count on me for some things when she gets God out when, when her standards go down. Right? My, but me as a standard is way below his. Right? We begin to count on things. It, it would be like this, for example, if God's called me to preach, I know I know that I know that I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that God's called me to pastor this church. He gave it to me in many many different ways. He gave me different witnesses. He had people tell me that never had any idea. People that I'd never met before told me this. Right? He told me this. It all bore witness with the Spirit, too. He told my wife. He told my daughter. It was undeniable. It was unquestionable. Doesn't mean I'm the best preacher on the planet. It means I'm called to fill this local office right here in this local pulpit, right? Amen? Does that make sense to you? So if I decided I want to drop my standards, I don't want to prepare for church on Sunday, so I'm going to say, Brenda, why don't you cover for me on Sunday? Because I just not going to do it this week i I don't want to prepare and i don't want to spend my time on it she's a better public speaker than i am much more refined whole lot less rednecked right she can speak better than me but she (laughs) is that funny brother adam that was a good time to laugh (laughs) but she can't fulfill this role that god put me in like i can You see there were interim pastors here before I came here. It didn't it didn't work out. God placed me here He called me to be here. Not that I'm anything. It's just the person that I that God chose So so if I would if my standards went down and I began to lean on Brenda, right to satisfy or fulfill my role that I'm supposed to be in It's not fair to her Because she's not anointed to do that thing She's not anointed. We're pastor. We're co-pastors in the church, but she's not anointed to stand up here and preach to you that's not where her call is, right? It's not fair to you. It's not going to satisfy you, right? It's not going to equip you. To, she, she's not going to you're not going to have the spiritual covering when somebody else up here that's not called to be here. Does that make sense? Our standard must be excellence. When, when we lower our standards, we begin to settle for the natural. We begin to settle for less instead of the supernatural, instead of what God has prepared for us, instead of what God has intended for us. God said all this provision, everything that we're ever going to need His plan for our life and everything the path that we're going to go down He said all this in the place even before he formed the earth, right? He knew you before he formed you in your mother's womb Why would we discount that? And settle for natural instead of the supernatural, right settle for less Settle for something else that's some other provision that's less than what god has in plan God set you here for a purpose That's his plan same plan he made before the earth if you're not fulfilling that role and walking in that role and going down that path somebody else is fulfilling it for you or we're just not having that ministry you see how the church could suffer there the whole body can suffer how will the next generation be think about this they're looking to us how are we training them what kind of an example are they setting You may think i'm talking about cleaning the bathroom. You may think i'm talking about vacuuming the floor I am I'm, also talking about operating your spiritual giftings Right. I'm also talking about seeking god for your spiritual giftings. I'm talking to you prayer warriors I'm talking to you tongue talkers You ones who should dance in the spirit when the spirit quickens you You get what i'm saying Sometimes it's a spiritual thing that you're here for Sometimes maybe you're just a giver. Maybe god's provided for you so you can give maybe that's Maybe you're in the ministry of helps whatever it is Whatever it is that god's designed you for whatever. He puts you here for right Sometimes we don't know what path to go down You know you ever notice how god doesn't show you the whole path and the whole trip You're going to go on before you get there He'll say hey, you're going to go over here and do this and you get over here and do this And then he says oh, yeah, and by the way, you're going to do this and by the way You're going to go over there and by the way do this Right and he just brings you along in that way Sometimes we got to just get started down the path church You say well god hasn't called me to do to, I, I don't know what i'm supposed to do just start down the path get started down the path maybe you start out in something that people see as a, maybe you start out vacuuming the floor and God promotes you from there maybe you start out helping out the children's church God brings you along maybe you maybe you could play an instrument I don't even know about God brings you along sometimes you just got to start down the path come talk to the pastor same thing in our personal lives we just got to get started you know we're not all spiritual giants sometimes we just got to get started Pick up that Bible start dusting off. That's what Tuesday night's about. Let's set a goal Let's set spiritual goals and push into those goals. Say them out loud in front of a group of your peers, right? Say them out loud so that next week when you come back You're gonna have to say well, I said last week I was gonna do this and I didn't do it Or I said, you know, I got part of it done or yeah, I did great with it However, it is but it keeps bringing it back up and bringing it back up. Yeah, I set this goal And I can I, I I made this goal and I and I completed it. So I'm gonna do this thing next, right? It's about spiritual maturity. It all comes back to the relationship. It all comes back to the relationship. If you're in a good relationship with God, you'll want to do what he's called you to do. I can't help but come up here and preach to you. When I don't get to come for a week or two when we've had COVID or whatever things have happened, I feel like I've been gone for a year. When God puts that inside of you, when he births it into you, you just want to be there. Just like you want to praise him, you want to serve him. You want to be whatever part whatever role he's called you to be we went to a service yesterday Lindsay's grandpa's service and and everyone who talked about him i'm still talking about what would the younger generation come up like everyone who, who who talked they all told his brother and then he spoke out what they all said they all said that he showed love to everybody everywhere they went it, it reminded me of the of the of the gifts of the spirit or the fruits of the spirit right the fruit of the spirit so everyone he, he that talked about him said he showed love god's love i believe he showed right. He showed God's love. He was a spiritual father. People fell in love with Jesus under his ministry. I remember one story of him holding face hand while she sang on the platform. He changed their lives forever. He, he encouraged people. He showed their love. He changed their lives forever. What will our young people look like? What will they, Brenda asked when we left, what do you think people will say about you at your funeral? I don't want to hear that I'm a good cook or I was a good dad or I, made, I had a good job or I had a cool Corvette. That's not what I want to hear about I want to hear those kind of things He loved on us. He led us to jesus. He changed our lives forever. It's a it's it's something that you can take on even after You're gone, right? How will you be remembered? Think about that Will you, will you be remembered for walking out the path that god had for your life the plans that he had for you, right? It all goes back to a relationship when your relationships, right? We want to honor god. We want to reverence god. We fear god when our relationship's right amen We fear god colossians 3 23 and 24 I said I was going to be brief but i'm getting there colossians 3 23 and 24 says whatever you do Work at it With all your hearts and the king james it says or in the new king james it says heartily As working for the lord Or as unto the Lord the King James would say not for human masters You see when you're doing these things, you're not doing it for Grace Family Worship Center You're not doing it for me You're working as unto the Lord I'm still talking about our standard must be excellence, right since you know That you will receive an inheritance from the Lord as a reward. It is the Lord Christ who you are serving As unto the Lord, we should work right and I and I wrote in my notes at first our standard should be excellence and then I went. it quickened me real quick and said, the spirit quickened me real quick and said no, no, that's not good enough not should be excellence should is something we might do or we might not do but instead say your standard must be excellence our standard must be excellence and I've been talking about the church today but I'm talking about in your life at home when you go home your standard must be excellence there are people who are looking to you there are people you're going to get to witness to that I never will be, right? Around your children, your standard must be excellence. When we come into the house of God, you know what happens when our standard is excellence in our, in our households? When we come into the house of God, our standard is even higher than that was, right? Our standard is excellence if you're in a position in the church make sure your standard is excellence when i was vacuuming the floor this morning i get over here early i get, I get up at five o'clock in the morning to come to church on on sunday so i can come over and finish my preparation and pray sometimes i lay out whatever the spirit wants me to do but i usually always vacuum the floor so it looks fresh before you get here and i, I was vacuuming around in the nursery and there was a lot of little stuff in the corners and i had to get the thing off the back i was picking it up with my fingers and pulled it out because my standard must be excellence he kept reminding me my standard must be excellence now a person who's not called to do that they're going to just vacuum around and leave the little crumbs in the corner amen but when your standard is excellence we do it to the best of our ability i'm even praying while i'm while i'm vacuuming the carpet lord show me a better way to do this how can i do this better for you dad i'm talking about all of us having an excellent standard right our standard must be excellence excellence through relationship that's how we get the excellence is through our relationship with him right excellence because of what he is to us because of what he is to me what he means to me you see when he saved me he totally changed my life he rapidly trans- transformed my life i used to be an alcoholic and a drug addict and he totally changed me around I came from a, a long line of addicts, generation after, as far as I know, back two or three generations. All were. It's a generational curse. It, ha- it, it gets passed down. It's my job to break that generational curse off my family. Amen. I didn't know how to love my wife. I didn't know how to love my children when I came to him. He taught me that. He'll teach us excellence through a relationship with him. Does that make sense to you? <clears throat> we are God's army. Since we're his army, we're his body, right? We're the body of Christ. We're his hands, we're his feet. He calls us his ambassadors. We're his evangelists. We're the salt, the light of the earth. He just didn't say pastors were these things. He didn't say the women of the church were these things. He didn't say the praise and worship team are, are, are my evangelists. He didn't even say the people that I called to be in the five-fold ministry as evangelists or the evangelists. He said that we're all the evangelists, Right? We're all part of this, every one of us. Church, we should should consider it an honor. Now, think about this. If you worked for the President of the United States, well, maybe not, that's not a good example. Some of y'all don't like him. If you worked for a high-ranking figure, if you worked for Patrick Mahomes or or some high-ranking figure in the government or some uh, Donald Trump, whoever you like, whoever you put on a pedestal, if you worked for that person, you'd talk about it, right? You'd look up to that person. When you go over and you see all their wealth and their riches and all things, it would be an honor, right? People might call you up and ask you questions about them. Hey, does Patrick really eat ketchup on steaks? Right? It would be an honor. Think about this. If you worked for a king, if you worked for King Solomon, it would be an honor just to work for him. Amen? Why shouldn't it be an honor for us to serve God in our lives, in our everyday lives with our children in the church, right? I want to call the praise and worship team back up here. Could we praise God this morning?